Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead Metal Mayhem. I'm James. And I'm Jody. And I'm also surprised. James made it through the, the introduction without screwing it up. That's right, Yay! because I was smarting. <laughs> <laughs> I shall smart tonight. <laughs> and, and welcome, also, speaking of things that are smart, to what is, well, I mean, this will come out a, a few days before Hobbit Day, but this will be our second anniversary. Yes. Yes, it will. Uh, we're getting ready to enter our third year. <laughs> uh, but anyway, in true anniversarial, which is different than funeral fashions, yes. but one gets you closer to the other every year. Yes. Hobbit Day, September 22nd to celebrate Frodo and Bilbo's birthdays. Cheers. Cheers. Hobbits, me lads, what are, uh, what are you drinking tonight? Bellhaven, 90 shilling wee heavy. Oh, you bastard. You sent me a picture of that, and I'm jealous that I can't find that. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure even, even one of the beer episodes, I talked about loving it, and they don't bring it here anymore. And Obviously, they do in certain places, damn it. <laughs> what do you think about it? Oh, it's, it's excellent. I, um, uh, on the, uh, the app I use uh, to, to catalog my beers, I gave it a 4.5. No, 4.75. Ooh, damn, that's one of the highest rated beers you've ever done on the app that shall not be named by Jody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only because I, and I don't name them because they don't pay us. <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. <laughs> not giving them free advertising. <laughs> hey, you know, they could sponsor us. They could. They should. We should. And then I, that. and then every episode I'd throw their name out there. Hi. I'm also having a UK beer, but since it's top of day, I'm actually having an English beer because you know tolkien was all about the hobbits being very english yeah i didn't i didn't have an english beer well i know i actually have to look i <laughs> i have two i had two in my fridge they are both iron maiden beers <laughs> I, i've got the normal trooper but i thought i would drink the red and black first oh nice yep some having red and black also rated at 4.75 on the app that shall not be named yay and i'm drinking it in my pint glass that is from the Green Dragon, Hobbiton. Ooh, even better. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the door creaked open, and I thought somebody was coming in, and a little furry boy did. <laughs> oh, but not a furry-footed fucker. No, no. But that's who we should talk about now, some furry-footed yes. fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Hobbit so, day. I... Uh, well, you, you know what? Before I start getting on my, well, I was going to say hobby horse, but I guess hobbit horse would be a better thing. Wouldn't that be a pony? <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking you don't normally put a hobbit on a full-sized horse. That's why I was going to, you're going to call it a hobbit horse. I'm going to call it a pony. <laughs> you could do that. You could put him on a pony. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so uh, before we get to the topic, do you have anything special planned for hobbit day? Uh, I may read something. What day of the week is that going to be on? You said it was coming out a couple of days before. So what, Sunday? Uh, the 22nd this year is on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, okay. I don't have anything planned right now, but it's still a month away. So That is true from a day of recording, yeah. Outside of reading anything, I hadn't planned anything yet, but I probably could. I mean, you know, wouldn't be that hard to... Yeah, I think I'll just uh, heat up one of those meat pies and maybe make some mushrooms and have a pint or two 
Hmm. That's my goal. Maybe a pipe also that night. Not, yeah. you know, go yeah. sit out front and smoke my pipe with another pint. Could be a night of pints. Yeah. And of course I may have some taters also may have to make some fried taters. You know? Yeah. See, that's, I was thinking like bangers and mash or something like that. I mean, hadn't, hadn't thought about it, but I, I got some options. I just need to remember to do it. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Well, Oh, I'd say I'll remind you, but I, I don't know if I'll you remember it. <laughs> it'll be September 22nd at three in the afternoon. I'll be like, Oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. I have my thought. I sent to you. I don't know exactly what I told him, but he, he agreed to do it. Um, yes. my, my, my high title of my notes says, why did Peter Jackson make the hobbits wusses? <laughs> <laughs> and actually it also says, and the men of, and let's see, who remembers where this fouled up from? The man of Westernessa. Westerness. 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 You know, I, I, yes, I remember that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not gonna be western ease or into ease oh yeah well i've been saying that wrong for 40 years <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, so, so if we have time i may throw you know i've got a couple of things from that but it's hobbit day you know we, we can do lord yeah. of the rings things anytime this hobbit day yeah so we should discuss bingo bulger baggins odo and marmaduke and frodo Took. yes because those are the original names Tolkien gave to the hobbits before he changed them around. <laughs> yep. Oh, and what was, um, um, and Aragorn was Peregrine Boffin. Oh, it was something else before that. Uh, well, they also called him Trotter. Trotter. Yes. Of Trotter. 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 But, and he had, he had wooden shoes because he had been captured by Sauron and his feet <laughs> had been cut off. <laughs> I'm so glad he changed all of them. So, uh, yes, I am too. I'm so glad Peregrin Boffin Trotter became Aragorn Strider and Bingo Bulger Baggins is Frodo and Odo became Pippin and Marmaduke is now Merry and Frodo Took is Samwise Gamgee, of course. Yeah. Yeah, just Bingo just doesn't sound right, especially because of that stupid kid song we know as Americans. Yes. That would have driven me batshit. <laughs> and Marmaduke because of the cartoon. But, but yes. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so why did Peter Jackson make the Hobbits wusses? And I'm I'm going to give two reasons why I think he might have done it. Okay. And then I've got all sorts of notes on just things that I thought were irritating that should have. Anyway, we'll we'll do those a bit at a time. And I know Jody will either has notes or he'll just interrupt me because something I'll say will spark a memory in his skull. Yes. Okay. So to make the flow of the movie better totally acceptable mm -hmm. we get it what are you gonna do and ooh, 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 ooh. i can i can answer that question ooh, okay okay move mr kata <laughs> yes horshack <laughs> I, I know i know how you can you can make more than three movies you could since you somehow made three out of the hobbit itself <laughs> you could have <laughs> definitely made each book almost its own trilogy <laughs> yep but I know a movie that, yeah. Yeah. Producers probably aren't going to go for that. The studio sure as fuck wasn't. Uh, yeah. No, sorry. They, yeah. They, they, they fought him on three. <laughs> yeah. Fucking heathens. And then they insisted he do a third for The Hobbit instead of getting away with two. <laughs> I know. You greedy fuckers. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but another reason is to make the characters more 
relatable in, in a way that, you know, they, they made Mary and Pippin much more foolish than they are in the books. Yeah, um, uh, more comic relief. Right. Yeah. And, and I actually appreciated some of it. Like, you know, the, the fireworks at the beginning. Yeah. I actually thought that was kind of neat and cool. Well, it, it, it shows that they're less mature than, than Frodo. You know, they weren't, I don't think they were that much younger than Frodo, were they? No, uh, not at all. I mean, they were still all close friends. I know Pippin would have been the youngest because Elrond was set against sending Pippin along because as the youngest, he should go yeah. back to, you know. But, mm-hmm. but no, they, they, weren't, they were all close enough in age that, yeah, it's not that big of a difference. I mean, right. I'm sure we could look it up while we're talking and, and come back to it here in a minute, but. No, we could. Was that a hint? Well, I, I'm doing it as we talk, so we'll, we'll come back to it. Here we go. I, I can if you want me to, but I, found I wasn't. It. Okay. Age in years. Here we go. So Frodo was 51, of course, when, mm-hmm. when he started off. And, well, I guess there's a, a bit of difference. Well, okay, so Samwise is 39. Mary was 37. And Pippin, well, Pippin was 29. Pippin was a bit younger. I guess he wasn't even the uh, 33, the age of Hobbit. Wow. So I guess he was a bit younger. That was, yeah. <laughs> but but what irks me on that, mm-hmm. like, so the comic relief, not a huge deal. Right. And, and I even like when they meet him in, you know, when they're still in the mushrooms and they're like, look, yeah. Mary, it's Frodo Baggins. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of hilarious, except mm-hmm. they didn't do that. They knew the whole damn time. Yeah, they, they knew what was going on. They were part of the conspiracy <laughs> that Frodo didn't even know about. Right, that, you know, yeah, because Sam Sam had kind of blurted it to him that Frodo was leaving, and they they weren't going to let him go by himself. So they were mature; they were good friends. Uh, yeah, even was uh, Fatty Bulger. Fatty Fatty Bulger, Fredegar. Was it Fredegar? Yeah, yeah. Um, he was even in on it because he was the one that was going to stay behind and keep up appearances that Frodo was still in the Shire. Right, and I get why they took him out because he's not yeah. a character in there after that at all. But right, I, I don't even mind the. I don't know, it just. Uh, they they took away some of their agency of being awesome and wanting to go and actually knowing things. Right. Yeah. I, I think they could have made up for it. I think at the council of Elrond, you know, so mm-hmm. instead of doing the whole conspiracy and they get yeah. to do the whole, Oh, I think I broke something in the big old carrots that, you know, it's, yeah. it's funny. But then, then you saw Pippin going this, you need people of intelligence on this quest thing. And, you know, <laughs> at the, uh, no, Pippin was going to, yeah, fuckers. They really give Pippin, <laughs> made him look particularly bad. They did, yes. But I, I do like the jocularity of some of the comic relief. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did I did too. By the way, jocular, that's a drink. Oh, yes, it is. Hmm, yeah. It's a good thing I haven't finished this off yet. And, and I, I do have some notes in here that are just general sort of hobbity things too. So, yeah. you know, it won't, it won't all be complaining. And, and for the most part, I get it. They're just little tiny things that they changed. Well, they're very big things they changed and they could have just made a little tiny change to make them more like Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll go to my next Pippin thing, which is irksome. <laughs> okay. And that's the pebble. The damn pebble in Moria. Oh, yeah. Here, I, I even... Uh, I have a little quote I put in my notes. Are you ready? Uh-huh. 
Oh, gracious, Duchess, a pebble. Sound the alarm. It's not as though nobody has hurt without dumping footfalls of the men and the dwarf making the biggest racket ever, or Gandalf opening the gates and the monster tearing down the whole wall. Oh, no, Duchess, it must have been the little tiny pebble that I tossed down that could never have happened any other way at all. It must be intruders. In the movie? Well, they made it worse in the movie. Yeah, I was going to say, in the movie, he drops the whole fucking skeleton down there. Well, but that was an accident. It was an accident, yeah. Yeah, it was an accident, but yeah, in the... In the book, it was uh, just a pebble. It was just a pebble. It was scientific curiosity. Yeah, it was a tiny pebble. He's like, I wonder how far this goes. He wasn't even thinking. <laughs> no, he's, huh? I'm interested. I'm someplace new. I'm going to yeah. try something neat out. And oh no, make him look like a fool of a took instead. And you're right. Could have just done that instead of having the big old clanking skeleton thump thump thumpity. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> Poor Pippin. <laughs> I know, right? So, if if everybody must know, I don't know who to credit because it's just a silly meme that I found on Facebook. Two guys just talking. Well, one guy talking, the other guy listening. The guy goes, Pippin knocked the armor down the well, awoke the Balrog, making Gandalf fall, converting him to the White Wizard, enabling him to defeat Saruman. Losing Gandalf also split the Fellowship, forcing Aragorn to save Rohan and Gondor, distracting Sauron, allowing Frodo and Sam to sneak into Mordor. Pippin saved Middle-earth. Yes, I saw that meme. <laughs> I sent it to you. And you probably yeah. saw it, too, because we follow the same Tolkien sites. But, yeah, hey, you bastards. So <laughs> I'm going to move on and say one of the things I thought was hilarious about Merry and Pippin that wasn't in the books, mm-hmm. but I can totally see because it's right and proper for a hobbit. And that's when they're getting ready to leave off Lorien and Merry and Pippin. When they're told about the Limbus bread, how one bite can sustain a man for a day. How many did you eat, Pippin? Three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that actually, I thought that was very much in character. That, that is perfect, actually. <laughs> Even if they had him, if they kept Mary and Pippin the same as the books in the movie without the fireworks and the everything else, that is still perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the lightheartedness of Mary and Pippin when they welcome everybody to Isengard, you know, after the mm-hmm. big battle and everything, and they all come in to tell Saruman to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of dug that. I mean, they were lighthearted in the book, and it was a, mm-hmm. it's a little bit different in the yeah. book and in the movie, but it was it was close enough. It's not dissimilar. I mean, in the book, you have the hobbits having a conversation with King Theoden, mm-hmm. and it, it makes some world building. It, it expands what's going on outside of this, mm-hmm. but you can't do that in the movie, so, you know, slows it down. But no, I, I kind of, you know, there were some really good things. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just trying to remember, because I think in the movie, I... At least in the theatrical cut of the movie, I don't think they stuck around. I think everybody went up to Tower, but I think in the extended cut, they actually did have a little bit of Legolas and Gimli staying there with them for a few minutes. Should we move on? Yes, yes. More cool things about Merry and Pippin, because I think they get shrifted. And not just shrifted, short shrifted. (laughs) Shrifted. Yeah, I tried the first time. And I'm not just saying that because they're hobbits. Bazinga. That's, that's why I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, Merry and Pippin, they are, I just say, treat them like they're mature. And of course I do. The fact that they, they mature over the course of the three movies does make yes. them closer to the books later on. Yeah. So, you know, it's not so bad. And that, that, was, um, that was one of the things that Tolkien had said when there had been talk of making movies even when he was still alive was that the the most important thing for him was that the hobbit's journey stay intact and you know for for a long time i always thought that was just 
Sam and, and Frodo. And I, I got thinking about it when, because the other day when I was thinking about it, you know, uh, getting ready to do this episode, I thought, no, he's talking about all four of them. Oh, yeah, they, they, I mean, they start off fairly like wanting to do what's right, knowing what's going on, but they find out so much about the actual, they find out more about the wide world than Frodo yes. and Sam do. Yes, and the changes that that, that take place personally for them by the end of the book are very important which i'm still not going to bring up what those are because i'll wait till you get there <laughs> look i'm close <laughs> yeah, yeah well you know what we'll just go there are you talking about the scouring yes i which, have a note. Which, yeah which if you have not read the books you don't have the slightest clue what that is <laughs> if all you've done is watch the movies you don't understand what scouring of the Shire was. Right. And I understand why they took it out because it, it would have sort of made a little anticlimactic type of it, thing. It would have, but that is another reason why I say there should have been more than three movies. Yeah. And if you, if you don't know, like Jody said, scouring of the Shire is one of the chapters in the book where the hobbits go back. Sarah man w actually lived after the meeting at Isengard. So he didn't mm -hmm. die. And he takes over the Shire. And when the hobbits come back, Merry and Pippin are the ones who rouse the Shire. Organize the, yeah. Yeah, they organize the resistance. They, Merry blows the horn that he was given in Rohan. And mm -hmm. he gets everybody going. And then they get everybody. And they go kick Major yeah. ass. Yeah, Merry, Merry and Pippin organize the whole thing. You know, Frodo, Frodo is de facto leader because the three of them look up to him. But yeah, it's Merry and Pippin who do a lot of the organizing and yeah. wouldn't have been possible without them. Yeah. They looked at Frodo and Frodo says, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's Frodo's rule was just don't kill anybody. Yeah. So that's, they tried not to, and you know, some people did die, but yeah, it's a great chapter. And I, to me, it could have been a movie by itself. And I think that's really where they kind of missed the boat by making three movies instead of more. Uh, did you have anything else on the scattering of the Shire? No, no. Yeah, I mean, the, so the hobbits are an indomitable race. Yeah. Uh, and they, they just, they're, they're different. Like the way they look at things are different. Uh, for example, not that this is necessarily different. And this is what I like. I do like the movies. I like the movies. I should yeah. have said that earlier. Love the movies. Just some things that, you know, I could do different, but I wasn't allowed to. And, as far as anybody doing it, I think Peter Jackson did a fantastic job. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, nobody's ever going to be 100% happy with any version. So, you no. know, what are you going to do? No. To get back to the awesomeness of The Hobbits is, I'm going to start veering away from things that I, I felt were could have been changed a bit in the movie and just more how awesome The Hobbits are that still didn't come across in the movie, but for reasons, because you just can't have it all. Uh, for example, I mean, mm -hmm. when Theoden falters, Mary keeps the hope up. Yeah. Pippin comforts Baragon, you know, uh, one of Faramir's captains. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's that way. Instead of Gandalf comforting Pippin, it's Pippin comforting a human. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, Sam keeps Frodo going, but that's, that comes through in the movies really, really well. It, it does, um, except for the scene where Frodo sends him away because he, he falls for what Gollum's doing. I didn't have that note. I wasn't sure where we were going to go with that. <laughs> I, that, that is something that bothered me because I was like, no, that just, no, I, I, I get why they did it because it makes it more dramatic, but no. no. Yeah, I know. No, Frodo, no, 
I agree with you 100%. Yeah. No, they still could have done it where they made it to Shelob's lair and Sam, you know, yeah. Sam gets stuck behind. Frodo goes for running for, you know, all sorts mm-hmm. of things. They, there's almost no difference in how Sam saw what was happening there with Frodo and Shelob anyway. It just, right. That was, that was dumb. That was <laughs> so, so dumb. Yeah. Yep. Because Frodo gives in at the end, but the ring hadn't taken over that strongly. No. Mm-mm. Bastards. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yep. No. But that's Frodo. Sam. I mean, I guess Sam does go away, but yeah, then he, I don't know, mm. then he sees what Golem did and decides to backtrack and he, yeah. can, I, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's sort of a weird. Now, I, I'm trying to remember in the movie, did they, I'm thinking they, they kind of left out when, when Sam thinks Frodo's dead and he takes, he takes the ring and he takes Sting he hears the he hears the orcs coming i'm thinking in the in the book i know it was <laughs> i'm going to name one of your favorite things i know it was in the rankin bass animated version of return of the king where sam is tempted by the ring and i it's it i'm thinking it's in the book oh it's, it's in the book where the yeah, ring tempts him into becoming a big captain of and then, then he's like, no, no, I'm just Sam. I'm just a gardener. <laughs> yeah. And th- I think they, I think Peter Jackson left that out. He did. Even, yeah. Even, even in the extended cut, he leaves that out. And that was also something that disappointed me. You know, I, I actually have a note on here, uh, almost exactly like that. It says, none of the hobbits show the remotest temptation for the ring throughout. Right. I mean, it, 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 well, Frodo becomes, you know, addicted to it and Bilbo did, but mm-hmm. that's because they were, in constant contact with it all the time and that's what it took but the hobbits unlike humans Mm -hmm. nothing and anyway i mean legolas and gimli seemed to be okay too but there were elves and dwarves attracted to the ring yeah and you know Er actually i thought aragorn in the movie was more way more tempted than the aragorn of the books and that kind of bothered me a little bit but it wasn't it wasn't bad Right, yeah, because he actually, when he is right there with Frodo holding the ring in front of him, he lets Frodo go. If, if which, which, about, which again is yeah. not in the book. Right. Yes. <laughs> not. If we get to the humans, I have a one or two notes on that, and that it just yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that I think they did that to show the because it tempted Boromir, but Aragorn was able to resist, and I think that that was the whole point of that. That's a good point. Never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, well, you know, it's because Aragorn's the heir to the throne. Well, so. and in the books, that's obvious that he's, and that actually bothers me about Aragorn in the movie. Oh yeah, so maybe that's we still yeah, come yeah, to that. yeah. Let's yeah, let's yeah, <laughs> let's let's but put that down as an episode. No. But I'll uh, I'll I'll say that yeah, I didn't think of that. That if you've read the books, you see Aragorn's like he knows what's going on in the movie. You don't have that much time to build up, so that, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, bastard. <laughs> But, but but my favorite note I have, by the way, here, uh-huh. well, maybe one of them may, may have two. No, that's in a different set. Okay. It's um, a D flat. That's the saddest of all keys. <laughs> I thought that was D, is it D flat or D minor? D minor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is actually. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway, the, uh, the hobbits, so I'm going to say, are the because I've, I've created a new term, fuck you, philologist. Sorry, <laughs> got a drink for that one. Oh, oh, damn it. <laughs> so, because the hobbits seem immune to the ring more than the other races, mm-hmm. and unless they're actually in prolonged contact, yeah, are more bombadilian than the others. Oh, 
Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Tolkien, he does kind of, when he when he's describing them, he kind of does talk about their fortitude a little bit, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, kind of an earthy, just down to earth yeah. type of no yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they've, they've got wisdom. They've got old wives' tale wisdomy things that. Well, they don't. They don't have the ambition that the other races have, though, either. Nope. They just want to have food and drink and... <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't want to be great captains and lead great armies and, and do all, you know, all these great deeds. They just want to stay in the Shire and, yeah, like you said, have good food and good ale and... <laughs> yep. If more of us valued food and cheer and song about hoarded gold... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I'm going to bounce around because I was going to have a couple more things about Merry and Pippin, but what you just said is perfect. Of course it this is. This piece. Well, in general, perfect anyway, but also, <laughs> so it's double perfect. It's, <laughs> it's, it's perfect squared. Perfect squared. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remember that term. <laughs> I love the wisdom of old Hobbit sayings, like, looks fair, feels foul. Yes. You know, and well, I've got an extra little note that says this may have caused me to not care about fashion sense because as a kid, I want to emulate Aragorn and focus on feeling fair and not giving a shit what I look like. (laughs) (laughs) Something that may, may continue to this day. (laughs) Um, I will, uh, I will refrain from going off on a tangent on that. I agree with you though that, yeah, that um, I've, I've never really cared much about fashion either <laughs> <laughs> i i do the bare minimum of what is expected of me at any job i've ever held and that is yeah that's what we are but i, I love that the uh the and the main four hobbits like so there's this neat sort of thing that i personally like because they they look at those old ways that looks fair but feels foul but mm-hmm. they also use some of those with the skeptical eye especially frodo and even mary and pippin i mean sam also even though he's more grounded Mm-hmm. and follows the old ways more he still will look at things a little bit better and i love that because you know we grew up in the country yeah we, we knew people with all these sayings and and those sayings are right to a point it's mm-hmm. it's where you just follow them blindly for every circumstance that gets you in trouble yeah so you know use that wisdom we use that wisdom with an open mind to use the wisdom when it's best yeah that makes sense and and i think the hobbits the four hobbits did a, a good job of that yeah and also because i like referring back to past episodes Mm -hmm. this is an opposition to fairy tales and even human history in general because humans are dumb where the outside outside looks are an indication of what's inside if you're handsome or beautiful you're virtuous and Mm -hmm. the ugly are by necessity then evil which we all know is bullshit which we talked about in the tolkien on fairy stories episodes yes and referencing a past episode as a drink. Oh, I was taking a drink. I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> How fortuitous. I'm going to have to go get another beer if uh, we don't get through this pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Uh, so I'm going to jump back now. And, can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going on the drinking list. Please uh, note. <laughs> and, and just mention a few more things about how awesome Marion Pippin because it was really Marion Pippin who got the ints to rush 
and really get a move on because it could have yes. taken literally years or decades to make a decision. But Marion Pippen are the ones who got the fucking ends. Yes. Really going to attack Isengard. And not like they did in the movie. No. No, although I did, I did like that because the, uh, I liked the point that was made in the movie. <laughs> but it, that's not how it happened in the book. Right. And, in, in, the, in the book, the ends just after discussing it, they decide, yeah, they're right. Let's go do this. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Haroom. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish in the movies that Pippin and Mary would have stayed tall from the end draft. Oh, yes. I was even sad until the extended versions came out on DVD that they didn't even put it in the theatrical release. Yeah, yeah, I, I missed it too, and yeah, I was, I was like you, I was happy that it was in the extended one. Oh, here, this matches up with what you're talking about: how the hobbits are just simple, grounded, happy folk. When Mary awesome. wakes up in the houses of the healing after he'd stabbed the witch king, yeah, he asked for pipe and food. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling? I'd be better if I had some pipe and food. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, I mean, he actually admits, too, that they hobbits use light words at dark times, and I totally get that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it helps you cope. I don't know if that's certain cultures or certain phenotypically oh. depressed people like us or what it may be, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I know it, it helps me cope. <laughs> right. No, not me. I never make inappropriate, lighthearted comments at any time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm going to match something up with last year's episode from Hobbit Day, where we talked about the Barrel Whites and Tom Bombadil. But I'm going to reiterate, since I just brought up Mary in the House of the Healing, mm-hmm. that not only is Barrel Whites one of my favorite chapters, although I do like how both the, the animated Lord of the Rings and the movie Lord of the Rings, like when, when the Nazgul comes over and he sniffs them as they're hiding under the root, Mm-hmm. Makes up for it. But the Barrel White's my favorite chapter. But I really wish they would have done a better job with Mary's sword. Mary needed that sword to fight the Witch King. Yes, because that sword was made by the men of Westernness. Westernese. Yeah. Westernessa. <laughs> but right, yeah. Yes. Specifically to fight the foe, their foes, which were the allies of the Witch King. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they could have fixed this in the movie by simply when they're at Rivendell, Elrond saying, here, take these swords. They were made by the men of Western S. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to fight an old foe. And it's like, you know, I love the backstory. Like when he wakes up going, ah, the men of Doom, And, you know, like all of mm-hmm. that's awesome. But I get why that's too much for a movie unless we'll talk about that when we do the multi. Yeah, you, you need so much backstory. <laughs> For the movie, uh, you know, in the book, it kind of gets explained. But yeah, yeah. For, for the movie, yeah. It, it bog it down. But they could have just done yeah. a line or two from Elrond and bam, there, fixed. Yeah, yeah, could have. They didn't. They didn't talk to us. They should have. No. See, we need we need a time machine. We need to borrow Bill and Ted's time machine and go back to 1995 and talk to Peter Jackson. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we should go back to, to 93 before that way we can be like, Hey, you're the guy who does those horror films, right? We think you'd be good at Lord of the Rings. And he'd be all, how'd you know I was talking to somebody? You know, because you got to get it before anybody even knows. That's true, yeah. Because then it's just like a happy accident. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? That would be excellent. (laughs) I am am so looking forward to that movie. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Aim for the cat, Evil Ted. (laughs) So 
I have a couple more notes, just, okay. just kind of various things about hobbits because I thought they would work well. Be flat. <laughs> oh, that wasn't one of the notes? I don't know. All I know is I'm going to see if what I just did was an E flat. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't have perfect pitch, Douglas. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. suppose there's no point in being snippy to uh, somebody that's passed on. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless you want to visit this evening. Moving on. <laughs> that, that would relate back to the very first <laughs> couple months of our Halloween episodes where shit like that happens to us. I'm good to move on. Uh-huh. So... Uh, to kind of match up with a couple of things we've said, because Jody's brought up the BBC audio, mm-hmm. and we've talked about Sam being the most grounded Yep. in various things. <laughs> he, he was the gardener. He, yes. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> good point. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's impressive. Yeah, I almost missed it, you. but I'm, I'm trying to pick up when you do that. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sad. It's a pity, I think, that Sam did not get to meet the elves at a Woody End in, in, in the movie when they're hiking cross country, and this is different than the movie because of how mm-hmm. they go, but Frodo, yeah. Sam, and Pippin go cross country to get to where Mary's setting up Frodo's new house and stuff. Mm-hmm. They actually meet elves. Yes. And I get why that's not in the movie or even the BBC because it's really neat when Sam meets them at the House of Elrond first and everything, but... In the extended cut, they do... Um allude to that they don't meet them but they they see them from a distance as they're heading west towards the, the gray havens yes uh, they do so i do like that and, and i get it would have bogged things down and mm-hmm. you know but, but it does or, take away from the magic or make more than three movies <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I mean, my... serious seriously if there was a book series that needed to be made you know on like streaming service <laughs> well, they could have done the movies like tolkien wanted to do the books and done six instead of three seven well because the scouring of the shire would be its own movie yeah nine because the hobbit should have been two movies <laughs> but i do like how sam acts around the elves because sam yeah. while the most working class hobbit of the foursome uh-huh. is still why is it like bilbo educated sam he did, yes. Which is made fun of by some of the other working class hobbits at the beginning. Because, uh-huh. uh, they, Bilbo taught Sam how to write, hoping nothing bad will come of it. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah. No, Sam's like, Sam like, pulls shit out all the well, damn time. He starts spouting poetry and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Well, if I remember right, wasn't um, uh, his dad, the old gaffer, he was, he was proud that Sam had learned his letters. Yeah, but then he'd have to backtrack it around Sandy Man and some of the yeah yeah talk Sandy Man drinks dickhead <laughs> yes so. see see hobbits are really cool but they can still be dickheads yes just, <laughs> just like everybody <laughs> just like everybody else love how Tolkien made Sam very wise and working class and didn't lose that carried Frodo but yeah there were Sandy Man and his son right one of them wasn't one of them Todd I thought one was Tom Ted one, Ted, Ted, Ted Tom Man, right yeah Ted Ted was the younger one I think yeah yep okay. Well, maybe maybe there wasn't a Tom or a Todd. Uh, neither of those sound familiar, but... Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, so Ted. I, I said Tom, but yeah, Ted. Well, we've been talking about Tom Bombadil. True. And I do like Frodo's poem of Gandalf's fall while they're in Lothlorien. Mostly yeah. Mostly because it wasn't good. But that makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Bilbo was an excellent poet and writer, but he had been working on things for decades by this point in time, so he became good. And they're showing that Frodo's starting just like Bilbo did at the same time of his life, and he's starting. He just mm-hmm. sucks right now. He'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. He's not stabbed with the Morgul blade. I don't know. Sounds like somebody else that worked for decades on a single story. <laughs> Who would that be? <laughs> I don't know. John Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do have one. Uh, so that's what I have. I've got a overlap. If we go into the humans, I literally have like four lines. I wasn't going to do much, just little tiny things. No. But I've got an overlap from hobbits to humans. If we do, we can tease it and save it. But before I even move on, I'm kind of good with hobbits. Let's be teases. <laughs> Hello, sailor. <laughs> And, and I'm, I'm not picturing any one of them in particular, but yes, I was picturing some Monty Python saying something about teasing. <laughs> uh, I'd be glad you're not in my head. I am doing a mashup of Samwise Gamgee and Dr. Frankenfurter. <laughs> that's that's kind of painful. <laughs> he pulls it off. <laughs> In that case, I will give my one little thing that would be a crossover simply because it's still hobbitish. Okay. I really wish they could have done more detail about Aragorn when Bilbo was talking to Frodo. You know, he's like, I, oh, you mean the Dunedin? You know, and then because mm-hmm. when Bilbo and Frodo meet again in the house of Elrond in the Mladris, and I don't know, there's just more like their meeting is more, it's more poignant yeah. in the book than the movie can make it out. Yeah. No, no, and and that would go into the wussiness of Aragorn, so I will save that for next time. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, actually, it's probably better if we we let this go because I know last year's Hobbit spectacular was pretty damn long, and actually, this one, if they're you know like after I even maneuver everything around, it's still gonna be you know yeah. that's okay though. It's Hobbit Day, damn it! It's our anniversary episode of Hobbits. You know that's very ap- apropos because um, our first episode was about the movies. It was. And yeah, where I've been bitching about war pigs ever since. <laughs> I think you've bitched about worms ever since. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if this interested you at all, and it's one of your first times listening to us, and if you like Tolkien, go oh, back. We've got a lot of episodes. A lot of, like, you know, the Hobbit, every Hobbit day, the first two years ago was on the movies. The, the one year ago was all sorts of stuff about Tom Bombadil and the Barrow Downs. We've done Tolkien on fairy stories, a whole like what, four or five episodes, one for every chapter he had in the essay? Yeah, yep. Yeah, if you like Tolkien or not, but you've listened to other episodes and you like metal or you like drinking things or whatever, share this with your friends. Yeah. You're getting it for free, you bastard. (laughs) You can at least rate us on iTunes or wherever and share us on Facebook or Spotify and tag us at Terrors underscore Manor. Yeah. You (laughs) furry-footed fuckers. (laughs) Anyway... Oh, yeah. my I, And I may have mentioned this in other episodes. My cat thinks he's a hobbit. Because he always wants food? He always thinks he needs second breakfast. That seems to be a cat thing in general, because I've got a whiny ass here, too. I, so ever since the COVID thing, I've been working from home pretty much all, all the time, with a few exceptions. And, and my cat would know that I'd feed her before I left, mm-hmm. and I'd feed her when I got home. Uh-huh. So now when she sees me come out into the garage or come outside or whatever, she's like, oh, there's a human. It must be dinner time. <laughs> that may be third dinner. <laughs> yep. For Jody's cat, we should let you all go. 
Yeah, he'd appreciate that. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> <Bring out> your <laughs> dad. Meow. <laughs> I watched that the other day. <laughs> so, I'm good. Are you good? I'm great. Just like Theoden's Hall. Yes. <laughs> All right, then. We've hoped you've enjoyed this. So, have a pint or pipe or a meat pie or mushrooms or taters, my precious taters. What are taters? Uh, or, or all of the above. Ooh, let's do that. Yeah. Well, let's go enjoy Hobbit Day. And I'm trying to work out how to get out of this episode. So I'm just going to go with, I'm James. <laughs> I'm Jody. <laughs> we'll talk to you all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Okay. Do you want to start? Would you like me to smart? Smart. I saw the word smack <laughs> here on the paper <laughs> you can smart if you want to <laughs> if you think you can smart <laughs> <laughs> they will excommunicate you if you join the freemasons or at least they used to do that i don't know if they still do well if i've somehow made it this far without being officially excommunicated i'm not sure <laughs> It'll, well, it'll be in two towers. I know that. Right. So, so I just. So, so by the time this episode comes out, you'll have the answer. I will, but it'll be too late to share. <laughs> but you know what they say about assuming? <laughs> that I'm right. That we're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other episodes, you're like, did you get my joke? I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, and I think I said Todd. Not, I don't, fuck, I don't know. I don't either. We're. <laughs> We're both almost, I don't know what yours is, but 16 to 20 ounces of strong ale in. (laughs) Just the sweet Hobbiton Gardener (laughs) from Transsexual. Yeah. Love it when those come together. Okay, Hannibal. (laughs) Yes, Clarice. (laughs) Get off my elephant. (laughs) Sorry. Another wrong Hannibal. (laughs) I yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, it was kind of like the Spanish Inquisition. I didn't expect that. <laughs> Nobody expects this Hannibal Inquisition. <laughs> There's the new term. <laughs> I got Spanish Inquisition. <laughs>